Hello and welcome to Footsteps, a podcast hosted by High Desert United Methodist Church in Rio Rancho, where our mission is loving God, serving others, changing lives. Today I'm here with Bonnie to discuss the season, Lent. Yes, if it's spring is just around the corner, it must be Lent. Lent comes from the old English word for spring. I cannot think of a better parallel between words and seasons. Both words entail a time of transition and anticipation. Spring is a period of transition from winter to summer. Winter feels eh, bleak, that is, with its shorter days and cold temperatures and snow, depending upon where you live, and even the trees appear lifeless. During spring, everything transitions. The days lengthen, temperatures warm, branches bud, and life returns. Of course, in life, transitions abound. Bonnie, tell us about an experience that John Wesley had riding around England. Of course. John Wesley was notorious for riding his horse across England. He believed that ministers should take the message of Christ to the people, wherever they lived. So late one night, he was riding and singing through the woods of Hounslow Heath when he was stopped by a robber. The robber grabbed the horse's bridle and told Wesley that he had a choice of his money or his life. Wesley complied. However, he only had a few coins. Then he invited the robber to look in his saddlebags, which were only loaded with books. The robber felt disappointed and turned to leave. However, Wesley called him back saying, Stop, I have something more to give you. You can imagine the robber's confusion as he returned. Wesley told him, My friend, you may live to regret this sort of life in which you are engaged. If you ever do, I beseech you to remember this. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanseth us from all sin. With that, the robber hurried away silently. Wesley prayed for the man that these words might be fixed in the robber's heart. Of course, without transitions, we would be stuck in the same place. Bruce, tell us about some of your transitions. Yes, without transitions, we would simply remain babies. I can remember many transitions, and these are only a few transitions in my life. Certainly going from college into medical school, becoming a doctor, moving, getting married, having kids and retirement all involve transitions. Transitions can be filled with anticipation. In all cases, we move from the known to the unknown. Maybe something that's desirable, or perhaps something that's filled with dread. But the most effective transitions involve a period of self-reflection. I don't know why, but when I was six, I wanted to become a physician. I changed my mind as soon as I found out how long I'd have to be in school and all the work that it would take. Somehow, though, a few years later, when I was in high school, decided that I wanted to become a physician. It involved a seven-year commitment after college. It took good academic skills, prolonged dedication to the effort, willingness to forego other opportunities. In short, I had to prepare myself over many years. Bonnie, what do transitions have to do with Lent? Lent commemorates Jesus' 40-day fast as he transitioned into his ministry. 
In Matthew 4, verses 1 through 11, we read, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. The first two verses are all we know about how Jesus spent his time, but we do know about the wilderness, and it is probably not what you think. The wilderness is an unpopulated, barren land, a desert with scarce water, unrelenting sun, and no shade. People traveling from Jerusalem to the Jordan River would often go way out of their way to avoid the wilderness. By the way, it was a good place to get robbed. Do you know that the Good Samaritan takes place in the wilderness? Bruce, could you please tell us more about Jesus and the wilderness? As you said, the Bible does not tell us much about this 40 days, but we do know it was filled with hardship, a test of character, if you will. For sure, he did not check into the Hilton or have meetings filled with presentations. He was led by the Spirit. He spent time in prayer and reflection. I think Psalms 46, 1-3, and 6-11 to gives us a clue as to the thoughts Jesus had during his 40 days in the wilderness. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains shake with their surging. Nations are in an uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear, he burns the shields with fire. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The Lord of Jacob is our fortress. Bonnie, how should we celebrate Lent? Like Christ's 40-day fast, Lent is the period to examine our own Christian lives. The Apostle Paul reminds us, in Romans 5:12 to 14b, sin entered the world through Adam. 
in Romans 6, verse 23, for the wages of sin are death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And in Romans 3, 23 and 24, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Yes, spring is a perfect analogy for Lent. During spring, we transition from winter to spring and from death to life. We feel the anticipation of summer and new life. As Christians, we look forward to Easter, to Jesus' next big transition from life to death and back to life. Lent is a time to recognize Jesus Christ for his sacrifice, for his love, for our justification by God's grace, and our redemption that comes through Christ's death. Now for the rest of the story. Remember John Wesley and the thief? Years later, after a service, after John had finished preaching, a stranger stepped forward. He earnestly begged to speak with John Wesley. It turned out that it was the robber. He had heard John Wesley's words. Over time, they had eaten at his conscience and transformed the robber into a well-to-do business person. He told John Wesley, to you, dear sir, I owe it all. John Wesley wisely replied, no, my dear friend, but to the precious blood of Jesus, which cleanseth us from all sin. Lent is like late winter. It's a summer time a time for reflection as we prepare for Christ's death and resurrection at Easter. While somber, it's also a time of great anticipation. In bearing our sins on the cross, Christ frees us from sin and death if we accept him. Let us take time to remember the sacrifice of Christ, the grace of God. Meditate on what God wants you to do and anticipate the new life that God offers us. In short, during this time, I pray that, like the robber, we transform ourselves and dedicate our lives to Christ. As always, we want to thank you for listening to Footsteps. If you found this helpful, feel free to share it with your family or friends. If you have any comments or questions, please email us at footsteps.hdumc at gmail.com. Of course, if you are in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, we invite you to join us in person at High Desert United Methodist Church. If you are unable to join in person, watch us online at highdesertumc.org. We pray that God richly blesses your life. Amen.